Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast episode where we focus on a specific astrological topic or theme. And today we're going to take a look at the astrological energies that are showing up through finances, economics, and what is basically unfolding throughout 2023. And we're going to look at this through the lens of astrology, of course. So this is where I give you the disclaimer that I am not giving you any specific or exact financial advice or guidance. I am redirecting you to your own financial planner or professional who can assist you in making these very important decisions for yourself based on your own financial situation and portfolio. So we'll be talking about the energetics, which are very important right now and will continue to be important throughout 2023. Now, just to throw out a little anecdotal story for you, I remember hearing eight or 10 years ago now from a financial expert that when there are financial issues that directly relate to the stock market investments and the bigger economic picture, that typically those announcements are made on a Friday because that's when the markets close and then they have two days to figure out solutions, negotiate, look at the bigger picture, everything before the markets open again on Monday. So I wanted to share that with you because that's what happened with the Silicon Valley bank collapse and that's when it was announced was on a Friday. So this is not to give us any kind of Friday anxiety or to wonder what's going to be announced next Friday or on a Friday, but rather to be aware of the strategy behind it as well as the timing of these announcements because they're very strategically shared with the public. And there's also a lot of things that happen in the background before an announcement is made. So I want to put that out there and share that with you. Because that is something that basically has been showing up in the astrology for a few years now. And what I mean is that we've been astrologically seeing how this financial system and the global economics have been shaky. And that's because astrologically there have been a number of things highlighting these changes. In astrology, we don't just look at one transit, one energy. We're looking for patterns. We're looking to see what keeps showing up as a main theme, what keeps showing up in the cycles that reiterates a similar theme or a similar message. And the financial market and everything that goes into it has been astrologically shaky for a few years now. This is not an overnight occurrence. This is not something that even just happened out of the blue. And that's one of the values here of astrology is that you're getting a heads up on the energetics. You're aware of this part of our world, our lives, and our personal lives are going to be undergoing big changes and it brings up some deeper energies within us. So we're going to talk about that in this show and we're going to look at how to maintain our own energetic power and empowerment amongst these big changes and shifts. 
Now, Uranus in Taurus has been a prime indicator of the shifts in currency, in money, in what we make and what we take home. Uranus is the energy of chaos, instability. It is where things happen quickly and suddenly. We could feel blindsided at times by Uranus. It's also an excitement. There's an electrical current with Uranus energies that we often feel or sense. And as Uranus moves through Taurus, now on the second half of the astrological sign of Taurus, meaning it's now past the 15 degree mark and it's going to stay in the second half of Taurus for a few years, there is more here that makes it increasingly evident that this part of our world is on shaky ground. And I've been seeing it as Jenga blocks. Just like the game Jenga, where all the blocks are stacked up and you pull out one block, pull out another block, and it starts to destabilize and sway. You pull out other Jenga blocks, especially the bottom structural blocks, and there is more that is unstable and is potentially ready to topple at any moment. And we've been talking about this for a few years now. So those of you who are regular listeners, you've heard me use that visual before, as well as how it's been information coming through in the channelings that the economics are not stable. And that is true. And it's been propped up. Now, astrologically, in 2021 and 2022, we've had the ongoing occurrences between Uranus in Taurus squaring Saturn in Aquarius, and we had those squares four times, three times in 2021 and once in 2022. And what this has done is that Saturn square has actually provided a stabilizing energy to the Uranus in Taurus free fall, meaning instead of everything falling apart and collapsing dramatically and all at once, that Saturn square has slowed down the process. And in fact, Saturn is associated with authority figures. So regulators, the financial regulators, the ones who are overseeing what's going on in the banks, in the stock market, the ones who come in and bring in the rules. This is what you need to improve. This is what you need to work on. This is what needs to be shifted and taken care of. And that Saturn in Aquarius is connected to the long-term vision. It was about what needs to change so that the foundation is stronger, so that this can be built. And it's now come out how that was the case with Silicon Valley, where they were given directives in what needed to be improved or changed, that this is what needed to shift gears and get on another track. Now, is it ever that simple? No, but that's why I'm looking at this through the lens of astrology and just providing more context to the astrological picture. So those Saturn-Uranus squares that we've experienced over the past few years were actually providing a form of financial stability for the short term, and yet it could have been a temporary delay 
or even something that just allowed the process to slow down, give time to check in on the problems and issues, and then how to solve it or to do something different going forward. Now Saturn has moved into Pisces. Saturn is no longer there providing that stability or even slowing down the process. So here we have Uranus in Taurus, now swaying that stack of Jenga blocks even more to the point where there's no support to prop up a false picture. There's no longer support to make things appear a certain way. And when we're talking about Uranus and Taurus, not only is that about shaking up the financial markets, the economics, the currencies, but it also shakes out or shakes loose more that we didn't notice before that could be a resource or a new way to use our resources. Because yes, Uranus can be all about things falling apart quickly and immediately, but it's through that collapse that we see something in a new way or in a new light. And we're able to make the necessary changes or shifts to not lose track of the big picture. And Uranus does hold that energy frequency as well, that if something isn't working right now, that means there's going to be another solution, option, or developments to come. But first, other things have to be released and removed, and that's where it can happen very quickly. Now, again, because I'm not a financial expert, I'm going to look at this through how the astrological energies are shaking out right now. And not only is it related to this Uranus in Taurus energy, but that has been accentuated by the eclipse energies and the eclipse cycles that we've been in that have been working with Taurus and Scorpio energies. Taurus and Scorpio are related through their shared values and finances. These are financial energies. And again, because astrology looks at reoccurring themes, not only do we have Uranus in Taurus shaking things up, but then the eclipses bring in more of those dramatic changes and shifts that also accentuate the problems and create rapid change. The eclipses are directly related to the nodes of fate, the north node and the south node. We've been moving through the north node in Taurus and the south node in Scorpio. The north node in Taurus is about what we earn and accumulate, what we take in, what we save, what we invest in on our own terms and how we then bring that back into our lives, into our personal financial picture and outlook. And so with that North Node in Taurus, we're also learning how to internally stabilize ourselves and to develop our own self-reliance to handle these big changes, to not give in to the fear which is south node in Scorpio. Scorpio is the energies of financial institutions, banks, mortgage companies, insurance companies, the energies of what are shared finances, whether those are 
mutual funds, stocks, commodities. The energy of Scorpio is a convergent zone of values. And the south node in Scorpio is showing us what is not working, what is secretive, what is hidden, what is perhaps involved in some types of insider trading or deceit, what is not being revealed, where there are secrets, where there is, I'm seeing a hidden stock market. I'm, I'm seeing the players behind the game. I'm seeing people who have the inside track, inside knowledge, and what they do with that access to power and how that then affects all of the strings that are attached. And it's interesting because I'm seeing it as layers of energies and I'm, I'm seeing people who are behind the scenes. I'm seeing people who are pulling the strings. I'm, I'm seeing people who know how to manipulate, work with numbers, who know how to, again, prop things up or make it appear a certain way, whether that is through announcing things to certain news outlets or mainstream media, whether that is they know how to play the game. And that's how I'm seeing this energy. It almost looks like people sitting at a poker game and they are very aware of what's going on and they are running the show or they feel like they're running the show or they have access to a lot of different market segments. I, I, it's very interesting. That's just what I'm seeing intuitively. And that energy is connected to the south node in Scorpio. The south node in Scorpio reveals what we are meant to release and be complete with. That's always the case with the south node, which shows us what needs to be let go of. And in Scorpio, especially financially, it brings up what is not in truth, what is not in empowerment for the masses, what is not working, what has served its purpose or run its course, especially since the last time Scorpio was a north node energy. Now the nodes shift and are always moving. And the last time we had the north node in Scorpio was in late 2012 to early 2014. So when we go back to that time period, that's when the north node in Scorpio was showing us what we needed to invest in, where we needed to perhaps put our assets or where there was growth developing in those Scorpio energies, the ones I just mentioned. Now with the south node in Scorpio, it shows us what is completing and ending since 2012 to 2014 and how it's all part of an ongoing cycle of energies. The south node in Scorpio is where we have mutual investments. It's where there are values that are shared and resources that are shared. So with the south node in Scorpio, we're seeing what is no longer worth our time, energy, or investment. We're understanding what is part of a bigger natural cycle of events where the turnover 
is strongest and most apparent, and also where there are vulnerabilities and liabilities in those Scorpio assets and Scorpio energies. So then we're understanding as well how when we look at the astrological energies in Taurus, the opposite of Scorpio, there is energy there with Uranus in Taurus and the North Node in Taurus bringing us back to what we truly need. What are the essentials of life? What are the basics? And this goes into not only your finances and having cash on hand, which is always wise to have cash available in hand, not just locked away in a financial account or out of reach, but to look at what resources you have that support you. And so that isn't only cash, but it's the resources in your home. It's always smart to have extra food, to have your backup supplies, to understand what your family needs so that you have it available and ready to go and it's on your own terms. That Taurus energy helps fortify us, strengthen us, helps us build up our own needs and our own resources so that we can be self-reliant, especially amongst the turbulence and the changes and the unexpected changes that unfold. Now, it wasn't so long ago that we all remember how there was an apparent shortage of toilet paper and a shortage on eggs and other foods and items that we use in our households that we need. Now, whether or not these are artificial shortages or real shortages, it is a reminder that we are responsible for understanding what we need and to invest in ourselves, to invest in our own livelihood and to understand what you need on a daily basis that is essential for you, for your family, and for even long-term planning. And there are many videos on YouTube about stockpiling, about investing in what will last for years to come, and for understanding more about what we need to do to take care of ourselves. And so this even goes into gardening, growing our own food, understanding how we can develop our own personal ecosystems, whether that involves animals such as chickens and goats and cows and llamas and all these beautiful animals that provide us with multiple resources. Also returning us to our local communities, our local farmers market, our local resources, which reconnects us to our local environments and immediate resources that aren't reliant upon the global supply chain. And so this is where we are looking at how we can develop more resources that we can rely on on our own terms that remind us of our power, of our choices, of what we have near us that maybe we've overlooked or we've become too reliant upon what is in the import-export trade industry, whether those are electronics, furniture, clothing, materials that are created overseas and then brought into our local shipping ports and then transported into our local stores. So what we're understanding are the complexities of 
international resources at this time, how it is global and worldwide, but then the North Node and Uranus in Taurus bring us back to home base, bring us back to what we need to do to take care of ourselves, however that looks for you, because it's different for each of us in many ways. It's different based on the variables of your life, whether that is where you live, it's your income, it's your paycheck, whether that is based on what is available to you and the choices you can make. So it is individual, but the collective theme here is understanding that we're more responsible for our own livelihood than ever before. And how can we strengthen that? How can we feel empowered by that? How can we connect with more people in our neighborhoods, in our local communities to work with what we have and allow that to be enough when there is so much that is shifting and changing that's outside of our control. So this energy that's focused on Taurus is reminding us that we have the strength, the fortitude, and the resilience to do what we need to do, even if it looks radically different than what we've experienced before. And that's part of the Uranus in Taurus effect, is that it's going to look very different than what we've experienced or expected. It's going to be about being innovative, looking for new opportunities, new solutions, new ways of doing things that perhaps we didn't think we had to do before or we didn't think we needed to do. But when push comes to shove, when collapses happen, this is a powerful time to innovate, to stay on our toes, to keep thinking and to be aware of our energy, to not succumb to the fear, to not go into the worst case scenarios or the potentials that might or might not unfold. That Taurus energy reminds us to stay present in this moment, to look at what you can do, to simplify, to simplify and to look at it through what is basic, what is essential, what choices can I make now that will be good for me and my family because I can't control the rest of it. I can't even maybe worry or have anxiety about all the potentials. That could be very overwhelming. But what I can do is come back to center, ground into my energy, and really understand that there will be opportunities and options that unfold and open up, even if I don't see them right now or right in front of me. Uranus and Taurus is also what has been disrupting and opening up the crypto markets, what has been revealing to us new ways of exchanging currency and what that looks like. However, the other side of the coin literally is the south node in Scorpio, which is the energy of what is not being revealed, what is being hidden what is going on behind the scenes in some of these markets and to not overly invest in them. In fact, the Taurus energy of that North Node is conservative. And so there is an energy here of cutting back, reducing, looking at your everyday expenses, your everyday needs, looking at what you need to cancel or let go of, looking at what you need to sell and release. And so that is also part of this energetic turnover where if you have bought a lot of possessions, you've invested in a lot of things, 
things and now you're realizing, I don't need this. This is excess. This isn't serving me anymore. I'm going to sell it. So this is also the energy of being very financially astute and understanding that there's things that are wise to let go of. It's wise to sell your extra vehicle or anything that you're not using. For example, maybe it's a boat or something that you're paying insurance on or mortgage to store it or to keep it someplace. This is where we're going to have a big turnover in personal assets. This is where people are starting to understand, I don't need all this, I don't want all this. This also applies to credit cards, loans, debt, anything that you're realizing It's perhaps supported you in certain choices or a certain lifestyle, and now maybe it feels very stressful. Maybe it feels like it's too much. You want to cut back. You want to prune. And that's another way to look at these energies, especially the South Node in Scorpio, is I need to prune this. I need to cut off some of these stems or these leaves because what that also does is it fortifies the strength of the plant. It fortifies the strength strength of what you do want to grow. And this would be a time too that perhaps you're redoing your budget, you're understanding your monthly budget, your monthly needs, where the money goes out, what your family spends on, and maybe there's some new budgeting changes you're ready to make, some new decisions that even if they're only for a year, Maybe that's what you put in place. You say, okay, for a year, this is how we're going to change our financial output. This is how we're going to reassess and restructure our needs. It's only for a year or whatever feels right for you, your family, your loved ones. And maybe that gives you a sense of control with also the perspective that it's not forever. It's something you're doing in the short term for long-term gain. Maybe that's because you want to start saving more. You want to start having more money in your savings account, less money going towards other things, other investments that you're assessing and determining are not priorities right now. So this is a big part of the financial energy at this time is to reassess very practically and honestly what matters to you at this time, what do you really need, and what are you willing to let go of? And that's what the South Node in Scorpio is directing us to. Now, as I mentioned, the North Node and the South Node are always connected with the eclipses. And if you'll recall, back in November, we had a Taurus total lunar eclipse at 16 degrees of Taurus, exactly conjunct Uranus. And that is the unexpected developments that happened. So as we relate this to current events, especially as I'm recording this on March 20th, 2023, that eclipse energy, that total lunar eclipse that was conjunct Uranus is the energy of this collapse, of this unwinding, of also all the banks and other agencies. I'm seeing the securities, the investments, the assets all connected to what is going on below the surface that hasn't come out yet. But we're in this eclipse cycle from November specifically when Uranus conjunct that eclipse was shaking the ground. It was only a matter of time. It was when a pivotal block in that Jenga stack 
was about to come out and collapse and crash. What we are moving through our energies from that eclipse, astrologically speaking, and then as we move into 2023, we're going to see Pluto in Aquarius squaring these nodes, squaring the south node in Scorpio, squaring the north node in Taurus, and that begins strongly in April 2023. So to summarize a bit here, 2021 and 2022, the Uranus-Saturn square was keeping something a bit safe stable and unclear in the financial markets. Then Saturn moves on and is no longer propping up or providing support. Then we have this Uranus wobble shake implosion, especially with the conjunction to that Taurus total lunar eclipse in November. Then we have the energies as they're playing out now, and then the intensity grows as Pluto squares the North Node and the South Node starting in April 2023 until November 2023. I have a separate video for you on YouTube called Pluto Squares the Nodes of Fate about imminent world changes and financial collapse because when Pluto enters the conversation, which will begin in April, there is destruction, there is more that comes apart that is destroyed and that must be permanently changed at a foundational level. So we've been moving through the Uranus surprise, the unexpected, although astrologically we saw it, we've been talking about it, we knew things were on shaky ground and it was just a matter of time. Now we're going to move into the Pluto energy that ultimately leads to a rebirth, but that isn't the energy signature at first. The energy signature is that there are more collapses, there are more things going to fall down, there are more things that are going to be revealed. And part of the interesting dance here is that we just had Saturn in Aquarius, which I mentioned was about the people in charge, the authorities, the regulators. Now we have Pluto entering Aquarius, and Pluto has all the secrets. Pluto reveals the skeletons in the closet, what has been going on behind the scenes, whether there have been scams or Ponzi schemes, whether there have been various practices in place that were hidden and not known, Pluto in Aquarius also reveals the data, what's really been going on that's been tracked and accumulated and the records, the receipts, what's really not adding up. And so this is going to be a very pivotal time for world markets, for the global economy, and also how everything is connected, everything is interwoven. And so what this does, and I want you to check in with yourself right now, where are you feeling fear? Where are you feeling anxiety? As you hear me talk about all this, things come up, right? Like maybe you think about your retirement account, your investment accounts, your financial portfolio. Where does your energy go that starts to create more fear or anxiety, worry, stress, because part of why I wanted to do this topic and do this show is to help you really deeply connect with your power 
even amongst these other parts of your energy that might be grabbing for your attention or really feeling powerful and strong right now, what I wanted to invite you into is to a deeper part of your beingness that is peaceful, that is safe, that is trusting, that understands that these are some of the bigger cycles that unfold on the planet. And it isn't something that every generation experiences in the same way, but it is part of an ongoing occurrence of energies on the planet. And it's interesting because a lot of economics is about the forecasting, is about looking at past trends, past indicators, past cycles, taking that data, that information, and then formulating a forecast or potentials or what looks like is coming up on the horizon. And so in a lot of ways, economics is very much like astrology. It's very much like meteorology, where we're looking at what are the indicators here? What is coming up that is significant, that's grabbing our attention? What is coming up and showing us a clear theme? Even if we don't know the exact day or the exact month that it's going to unfold, we can see based on past trends what the current potentials and possibilities might be. So what I would invite you to do is to dig in deeper and to really ground into the power of your energy and your choices and how a lot of this is a long-term game, meaning we're meant to play the long-term. If you invest in the stock market, you know that. If you invest in any kind of assets or anything that you want for years down the road, you're looking at the overall trends, you're understanding what the potential long-term gain might be, And you're wanting to make wise choices around that. So this is where we really dig in to our wisdom, our power, our ability to look at this for the long term, that there is always a recovery period. There is always an opportunity to rebuild. There are going to be some things that might be hard, rocky, uncertain, but we get through it when we take the long term perspective. This is also Saturn. This is the energy of Saturn saying, well, if it's hard right now, make a strategy for the long term. That if there are losses and there are things that are no longer going to be paying off and bringing you back that dividend or that investment, there's going to be other things for the long term that will recover that will gain momentum or gain strength in the years ahead. So we're entering into a critical period here where financial collapse is coming. And I'm not a doomsdayer. I'm not trying to create fear. I'm just looking at the astrology that says when Pluto squares the nodes of fate, there's some things that are going to permanently be over. And we don't always know exactly what those are, but there's also going to be some things that raise in value. Perhaps that's going to be gold and silver and metals. Maybe there's other things in the commodity markets that are going to gain strength. Perhaps there's going to be other things that we notice are doing really well and are healthy as we also understand and see what is unhealthy, what has been manipulated, what is artificial. And that's one thing too that Pluto reveals. It reveals 
reveals what is not truth, what is artificially created, where the data doesn't make sense. And this is where we're also going to have revelations about the problems that have existed for a few years now. And that's something that's going to continue to come out is that these are not new problems, they're just being revealed where they've probably been worked on or they tried different strategies or different approaches or not. Maybe they overlooked it. Maybe some board of directors or CEOs or people in charge didn't make necessary changes, didn't adapt or try a different approach. And we're going to hear about that. That's going to raise anger. That's going to bring up some bigger issues. This actually brings up the cautionary tale of Enron and how that company was using fraudulent accounting and financial management practices that eventually caught up to them. More of those stories are going to come out. Of course, we can all remember not so long ago in 2008 when Pluto moved into Capricorn, what happened to the mortgage industry and the housing market and the inflation and everything that came about with that collapse. This energy also relates to insurance companies. There will be various entities that collapse where, yes, retirement funds will be lost, investments will be lost. That's what this energy signature suggests. That's also where we go back to fortifying ourselves, moving things around, making the right investment decisions for you, and of course, working with your own financial professional, financial manager who can guide you in these choices and help you with what is best for your portfolio or your livelihood. And not only is there a lot of tension right now in those industries and in those professions, but there's also going to be those people who have their head on straight because they've been in the game long enough. They've seen how these cycles have played out. They have perspective. They have an understanding that it's part of how the financial markets work. So you also want to connect with someone who can give you that understanding. Of course, they can't promise you the world. They can't promise you gold or how it's going to play out, but they have an understanding of how the markets work. And that even when things crash and go boom, there's always the opportunity then to get on the other side of it and to rebuild. Now, looking at the eclipses coming up in 2023, the one on May 4th is a Scorpio lunar eclipse at 15 degrees, and it will be opposing Uranus and Taurus. And so that focus on the Scorpio lunar eclipse is another indicator of loss, change, and collapse. And it's also part of an energy cycle that goes into October and November. So there's going to be significant announcements happening and revelations. There's going to be more coming up. It will feel very uncertain and almost like there will be panic. There will be those people who are very fearful and there's going to be that frequency in the air. So this is where it's up to us to understand how we can work with our own nervous system and our emotions, how we can stabilize ourselves internally, take deep breaths, take it one day at a time, while also understanding again what you need to do that's best for your own financial outlook and to understand as well that there will be safety nets, meaning I'm seeing some energies here that are going to be out of the fray, like they're off on the sides, like there's some things that won't be 
damaged or touched. And I know you're asking, well, what is that? What is that, Molly? And I'm just seeing it energetically that that's where we're meant to go. Go to your own safety net. Go to your own energetic space that helps you detach and be in the longer term perspective of what's unfolding without all of your personal energy being connected to or attached to the collapses and the endings at hand. So to bring this down to bare essentials, it's important throughout this year and into 2024 that you have your own resources on hand, that you have things in your home that you need, that you're not reliant upon only what's in a store or available to you locally. It's important to have cash readily available. It's important to understand the current state of your budget and what needs to be turned off or sold or let go of, where you need to opt out. Also looking at where you can energetically maintain a sense of empowerment, where you have a place to go a visualization, a meditation, a grounding practice that brings you into the present moment, into the power of your breath, into the power of working with the universe to maintain a steadiness so that you don't feel like you're getting whiplashed or that you're being pulled in all these directions. Come back to center, really understand that you're made for this type of roller coaster ride, that we will get through this, that we are not to be defined by finances, but we respect it. We respect that money is important in our lives, that we need money to pay our bills, pay our rent, pay our mortgage, and that there are things at hand here that we're also not going to be able to ultimately control and we can feel like we're on the receiving end of it. So this would be an opportunity to check in with yourself. And I'm also feeling, and I want to leave this here as perhaps the final message, is to go into what you've learned about finances from your own upbringing, from your parents, where you have perhaps been in your financial power or not in your financial power how that energy feels for you, and how you can work with that very responsibly to reprogram it as needed or to just be honest with this is where I'm feeling a fear. This is where I haven't understood perhaps more about my own financial choices or options. Maybe you have felt overwhelmed by money or finances. Maybe you have felt like it's always been something that comes and goes, but you aren't well educated on how it all works. Look at what you were taught about the power of money. If you were raised with the responsibility around it or perhaps scarcity around it, this is where we have powerful opportunities to reprogram these belief systems so that we retain our own sovereignty And we step into the right choices for us right here, right now, based on what is realistically happening in the world, but we're not giving our energy to those systems. We're not saying this system has control over me or this is more powerful than me. Rather, it's claiming I am powerful amongst 
financial turmoil collapses and changes. I am powerful in my choices, in what I need, in my belief system that the universe will always support me. The universe will always support me. I am always supported by the never-ending universal flow. So as these resources turn over, as these markets and systems and financial institutions go through some pivotal changes, you are not losing any of your strength, power, or possibilities in what you're going to choose next. You're retaining that. You're traveling with that. And that's part of how we can make the most of these dynamic shifts, even when they do feel scary and uncertain at times. It's very human to just acknowledge that. It's very real. It's just real talk of like, yes, I'm uncertain about this. I'm worried about my retirement or I don't know what's going to happen to this bank and I don't know what is going to unfold. But I know that whatever unfolds, I am still in my power. I am still connected to universal flow. I am still prosperous. I am still wealthy. I am still abundant. And none of that is determined by these financial institutions. Your innate abundance and prosperity frequency is not connected to external systems, structures, or institutions unless that's what you believe, but you can still ride these waves and ride this roller coaster with a sense of your own power and a sense that the universe is working with you and supporting you amongst these financial changes. Because I saw this in the astrology, because we've been talking about it in the astrology, I actually created a program with one of my financial investment experts to help educate and inform you of how this energy works, of your choices, of what you can do. It's called Prosper with Conscious Financial Organization. It's educational. It shows you how these systems work, what to do with it, what your options might be. And this is for those of you who feel overwhelmed by this, who feel the fear coming up, who don't know what to do and you want more information. I'll put the link below the podcast in case that helps you or is something that would assist you right now. I also would recommend that you're very clear in who you trust and who you go to for guidance at this time, that you're also aware of what your own personal situation is and your own personal variables so that you understand too that of course you have choices and options, even if it feels limited, even if it feels like you don't know what to do, that's where you do want to connect with experts. That's where you do want to work with people who can give you the perspective, as I mentioned, about the long-term game. And that's even more important as we move through volatile financial markets and energies. Some of you have asked about the individual I recommended previously who is an astrologer and who's also very experienced with the financial markets. His name is Raymond Merriman and you can find his website at mmacycles.com mm as in mary mary a cycles.com and you can see perhaps his guidance or what he's recommending at this time. He is a financial market analyst and a commodities trading advisor and is also very well connected with astrology and the astrological energy. So that might be a fit for you if you're looking for guidance. 
So I know this is a big cycle. These are significant energies and we want to take them seriously and we also want to be in our power, remain in our power, that we are here to move through these energies. We can handle it. We can make the choices that are necessary, not only in the short term, but also for long-term planning. So I hope this has been informative and I hope that some of those resources resonate with you. We will keep discussing this, especially in the Wednesday weekly podcast where we talk about the energies of the week ahead and what is unfolding for us individually and collectively. As always, thank you so much for joining me. You can find out all about my current programs and offerings over at mollymccord.online. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. And please check out my YouTube videos, especially the one discussing Pluto squaring the nodes of fate, as well as the other videos that I have for you in my playlists. Wishing you a beautiful day ahead, a reminder of your ability to move through this very dynamic time on the globe, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon on our next podcast. Take good care, and I'll see you back here soon.